Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily. Today I'm joined by Shmuel Bayom and Honigwax, dying at the Beis Havad. There's a big industry today in the country, um, different betting-based um, industries. There's uh, sports betting, websites like FanDuel, um, in politics, there's uh, big prediction markets called Predictit, where people can go on and bet on what they believe will happen, if a team's going to win, if a candidate is going to win or lose an election, or be sworn in as president. Um, is this something that l'halacha, somebody's allowed to engage in? So, everybody knows there's a concept of asmachta, masachik v'kuvia, um, where a person is betting, like you're saying, betting, uh, playing uh, poker, or or uh, slot machines, or that kind of stuff. So, asmachta, the, the, we, we, for Ashkenazim, it's a lot more simple. For Ashkenazim, the halacha is that if both, part, both people that are betting put their money al-hadaf in a central location, um, according to some, so the Ramah says, yes, that's okay. Um, there's another opinion that the Ramah quotes, which says that that daf that they put their money on, the board that they put their money on, has to belong to both people. So, I would assume that you would not run into any kind of issue if you're betting with a website where you're putting the money, you, you make a payment up front, so you're putting the money in a makam that's that belongs to both parties because the, it's uh, sort of being represented by a third party. So uh, I would say that in that case it's certainly okay even if the other party is, is a Jew. For Svartim, um, if the other party is a Jew, then according to the Abi Oimer, right, has a tshuva where he writes that Svartim are not allowed to play the lottery in Eretz Yisrael. Because Svardim do not have the school of the Ramah. The Rambam writes that uh, Masachet Bekovia is Avak Gazel. But in the United States, you don't have this issue because when it comes to, uh, uh, because over here we can assume that the other party is probably not Jewish, in which case a Jew is not uh, prohibited from uh, participating in that kind of game with, the, with a non Jew. So let's say for Ashkenazim, if someone was to make sort of a. Um, from version of a, of a betting uh, site where he'll make uh, bets on things like how long the Rav's Drush is going to be. <laughs> and um, two people bet on it and one person wins. Does he then have still a taina of asmachta or not? So the, the Ramah writes that you can't be moitzi momen, you can't force the other party to pay by asmachta, but if the money is in a central place, then you would be entitled to get that money. So uh, it would be effective, that kind of situation. Now, with contracts, there's also a very, one of the very important things that we do in contracts is we, we have a clause which overrides an asmachta invalidation uh, possibility. Asmachta in a contract can include um, many types of stipulations that people make in a contract can fall under this, this topic of asmachta. And it can be, they can be invalidated because of this asmachta reason. And that's why the agreement validation in the contract is very effective in, in overriding asmachta. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it, or to sponsor a future video, please visit beisavad.org.